Lesi sikati soktanda zange situ noma uzika. Yato was Order, honorable members. The first item on the order paper is a debate on an urgent matter of national public importance in terms of Rule 130 in the name of Mr. L. E. McDonald on the negative impact of heavy duty trucks on the safety of commuters on the roads and the recent loss of lives. May I now recognize the Honorable McDonald. Honorable Chairperson, Honorable Members of Trans, Minister of Transport, Honorable Members of Parliament, fellow South Africans, Honorable Members, the importance of the South African logistics sector can never be underestimated. It is worth 480 billion rand, with the road transporting system being the biggest industry in this sector. However, while we recognize that heavy trucks perform an important economic function, utilizing public roads in the movement of freight and goods through the country, it is of equal importance that we must recognize that there have been several very serious accidents on national, provincial and municipal roads. These accidents have resulted in the loss of innocent lives of commuters. Whatever our economic priorities, we may never subject that to our common humanity and the sacred duty to preserve human lives. This is not the first time that this house is debating the issue of heavy duty trucking and the negative impact of heavy duty trucks on our roads. However, this debate is again necessitated by the recent tragic events and accidents involving heavy duty trucks in various parts of our country, which is of great concern and needs us to extensively and comprehensively and discuss driving behavior by heavy duty trucks and specifically plans to ensure a change in the working conditions of truck drivers functioning functional weight bridges, law enforcement, and to ensure safety on the road in order for us to mitigate accidents on the road, especially those that lead to fatalities. It's also government's pronounced policy to increase the level of goods and freight from road to rail. Through the development of rail infrastructure, sadly, we must ask how much is actually being done to achieve this laudable objective. We have heard the Minister of Transport making many high-profile public pronouncements in this regard, yet this unfortunately translated to very little real practical action. This credible gap between pronouncements and good intentions and real action is sometimes that must be addressed as a matter of urgency. It causes a credible gap that fundamentally undermines the trust that our communities have in us. The recent horrendous accident among many 
which has raised a cause for much concern on the role of heavy truck on our road is the tragic accident which happened on the N2 of Pongola in KwaZulu-Natal. The N2 of KwaZulu-Natal has an infamous association with reckless and rash driving by truck drivers and one and a half weeks ago, the careless driving of one truck driver resulted on a head-on collision accident which a truck recklessly tried to overtake another vehicle. This accident involved a truck and a bucky that was carrying learners and the accident claimed the lives of no less than 19 learners who were aged between five and 13 and also two adults. This has inflicted huge pain and tragedy in the lives of the people of Pongola. One mother lost three of her children due to this accident. At the outset of this debate, it is of critical importance to highlight that the ANC strives to be a caring government and a and a caring government such as the ANC must never ignore the loss of innocent lives through reckless driving and the continuing menacing presence of heavy duty trucks on our roads. Our government sends its sympathy and condolences to all colleagues, friends and family, members of those affected by the tragic loss of life in, in this particular accident and all road accidents. We know and comprehend that some of the children who died in these road accidents carried the dreams and aspirations of the economic freedom of their friends and family, and that some of the parents who died were breadwinners. Once again, it must be emphatically emphasized that the ANC government will never condone reckless driving, which endangers the lives of the other road users and commuters and the violation of road safety. We must recall with regret and horror that there has been various other incidents of accidents in South Africa, and I will name a few. This past weekend, a young couple, Diewald and Izani, left them all excited about the future as Izani was pregnant with her first child. Their lives were ripped from society as a speeding abnormal truck failed to stop and also failed to use a one kilometer emergency sandpit. The sandpit is about 500 meters from where the truck collided with the couple's polo. It took more than four kilometers, <coughs> excuse me, to come to split for the truck to come to stop as it plowed through another 10 cars. In July this year, Joe Stradom, a father, a husband, a grandfather, was crushed by a truck carrying chrome in Artepiaspoort. The truck had no license disc, and to top it all, the truck trailer had no brakes installed, and it had a roadworthy certificate check done only two months before. 300 kilometers from the owner's place of business without the truck ever being seen. This type of corruption in the trucking industry is murdering our citizens. This behavior will only stop when we charge the owners and drivers with murder. Data released by the RTMC states that heavy accidents that involve trucks and buses throughout the country from 1 January 2020 to 15 June 2022 has resulted in no less than 18 major crashes for buses with 178 people killed and 600 with different types of injuries and 71 major crashes for trucks with 
463 people killed and 431 with different types of injuries. It's a war zone on our roads. This is a national problem. It's a national tragedy. Primarily, it is due to the heavy reliance of moving goods and freight through the heavy duty trucks and not utilizing other modes of transport, such as rail, which are actually more suitable and efficient in the moving of heavy load. This is therefore critically important that we must unequivocally understand that road accidents involving heavy duty trucks and the loss of life through reckless diving have a negative socioeconomic impact on our country, especially on the working class, poor and middle class. The accidents caused on the roads do not only tragically claim the precious lives of people, but they also cause severe disruptions in our economy. As we saw with the various accidents, the supply chains of medicine, coal and food has been disrupted, and in some instances altered, because roads were either congested or closed down. We must also understand that it is not good enough to merely express our sympathies, sadness and condolences. We appreciate and acknowledge all the flaws that underpin the quagmire of we face with road accidents in general and the fatalities. The ANC government dedicates itself to continue to take action to stop these fatalities on the road and the loss of innocent lives of commuters through the road accidents. The importance of heavy duty trucking to the economy for the movement of goods and freight is critical given the current weakness in our rail infrastructure system. For the movement of freight and goods, this is indisputable reality. For now, the trucking industry ensures the functioning of the economy through its logistic services. However, whilst acknowledging the important contribution of the trucking industry, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, that it makes to the economy of the country, this contribution must all times occur on the basis of road regulation being observed and the strict enforcement of road skilled truck drivers, skilled and strict enforcement of road skilled truck drivers and the roadworthiness of trucks that they drive are of paramount importance. In order for a person to become a well-skilled truck driver, such as a person needs to have excellent driving skills practical experience and knowledge of the truck and public roads that are being driven on. On the 21st of June, 2021, it was reported that in South Africa, 16,000 people die each year on our roads. And the carnage of the Code 14 drivers is contributing factor to the phenomenon. It was reported that the shortage of around about 3,000 skilled Code 14 drivers, the shortage of drivers is occurring in this country, which has very high unemployment rate this actually can and must be addressed as a job creation is a fundamental pillar of our ANC economic policy. Because of this, we'll ensure that there are more truck drivers who are able to ensure safety on the roads and the less tired and overworked drivers. It's important that the different workers' conditions between South African truck drivers compared to foreign nationals driving heavy trucks is eliminated. This is another contributing factor as trucking companies do not pay foreign nationals a salary, but they are rather paid for the number of loads <coughs> that they make. It's critical importance that licensing and working conditions of all truck drivers in the country must be uniform, whether South African or foreign nationals. We cannot tolerate the super exploitation of fellow human beings 
which is honestly tantamountable to modern day slavery. In order to mitigate accidents and subsequent fatalities on the road, we need more truck drivers with the required proficiency, as we have seen now South Africa has a shortage of truck drivers. This shortage, unfortunately, leads to pressure for drivers in the market to operate at an optimum rate all the time with little no rest, which impacts on road safety. <clears throat> the shortage indicates that drivers are in high demand, in low supply, and this phenomenon tells us employers may be not be able to afford drivers adequate time to reschool and to enhance their ability to work effectively and efficiently. The lack of skilled truck drivers, roadworthy trucks, and proper driving abilities has impacted the South African trucking industry extremely negatively. We need employers with an understanding of socioeconomic issues, employers who are able to introduce programs in their workplace to reskill drivers. This is of critical importance because it will assist us in correcting driving errors, which tend to be a major contributing factor, especially on high-risk roads that are known to have high rates of accidents. South Africa is a country with road traffic laws that pertain to the usage of public roads and safety. However, we have shockingly low level of enforcement. These level laws effectively individuals that are negligent on the roads and do not take care of their vehicles must be <coughs> effectively held accountable for their actions. We also need more law enforcement agents to be deployed in areas which are known as high accident zones. However, whilst law enforcement is a deterrent for ensuring that there is an, no reckless driving and that road safety is adhered to, it is common cause that they are unable to be everywhere all the time. Therefore, it is important that motorists and especially heavy duty truck drivers obey the regulations and safety rules of the road. The participation of the people in the process as road users is paramount importance. In many provinces, including the ones run by the opposition, way bridges are not always functioning for heavy duty trucks. This negatively impacts on the safety of the vehicles which are overloaded and also consequently damages the roads which these trucks utilize. The trucking industry will remain important in the logistic industry, even when we improve our rail network, as the whole country is not completely covered by rail. However, as I already stated, it's absolutely critical important that there must be a movement of goods and freight from road to rail. As I have also already alluded to, the movement to rail is occurring awfully slow due to the damage of rail infrastructure and the failure to implement regulation rail tariffs, which ensure that the heavy duty trucking is more profitable than rail. <coughs> Our aim at all times must be to reduce the level of road usage of heavy duty trucks and the increased safety to ensure the preservation of precious human life while engaging in economic development, utilizing all modes of transport as a part of our country's progressive logistic development. I thank you. Thank you. May I now invite the Honorable Hansinger? Thank you, House Chair. Any loss of life caused by a crash is heartbreaking and frustrating. It always causes some form of disruption, especially to the people who are directly impacted, their families and friends. 
Since there are more factors involved with trucks, including freight, businesses, infrastructure, damage, traffic flow, and a different recovery configuration, this interruption is typically worse. Intervention is urgently required because current road safety measures, Honorable MacDonald, are inefficient. It should be obvious that the current strategy would fail to meet the targets set for a 25% decrease in road fatalities in South Africa by 2024. Road safety can be improved immediately by a number of practical alternatives that are all overlooked by the department and by SOEs. Disappointingly, in Minister Mbalula's latest budget statement, no mention was considered and made of problem solvers like the ministerially established Traffic Law Enforcement Review Committee. Our nation's road safety crisis won't be resolved by just extending the working hours of traffic law enforcers and by equipping them with body cameras. Much more work needs to be done. I have reported a number of instances of vehicles, especially trucks, receiving roadworthy updates while being far from the roadworthy center based on the information I have received. As long as this is treated as a unique and isolated incident rather than the opportunity to improve the system, not much will change. There is just no tolerance for cutting costs in an industry as important to the economy as trucking. Operators are responsible for making sure that vehicles are roadworthy and that it isn't overloaded, that pre-trip inspections are done and that drivers have the necessary professional driver's permits and that all drivers get regular physical exams. Lack of maintenance is frequently the result of customers pressuring transporters to offer the lowest price. Customers implicitly encourage non-compliant behavior by cutting the transit rate, sometimes with severe results. From a commercial standpoint, non-compliance can be disastrous. The outcome for customers looking for lower transportation costs leads to a compliance alternatives for unsafe vehicles that cause collisions and add to the nation's already alarmingly high incidence of traffic fatalities. The DA believes it is mandatory to obey all rules and regulations. An organization will ultimately secure its capacity to continuously meet client requirements by focusing on compliance with quality requirements. Given the global contents, context in which we operate, ensuring that the right items arrive at the right location, at the right condition, at the right time, is top responsibility for both the supply chain and customers. In the DA-run Western Cape, a local company called Turing Tiptrans used weight assessment in motion and GPS-supported position and route monitoring. Innovations which are acknowledged as effective compliance necessities. Positive results achieved by Turing's smart truck uh, pilot project include a 13% reduction in roadway impact, a 17% reduction in fuel use, a 23% fewer truck kilometers traveled, 
and a 41% reduction in road crashes. Freight transit is currently the foundation of transporting goods in South Africa, with 85% of all commodities distributed over the road network. Therefore, it is in everyone's best interest to make sure it is as secure and optimized as feasible, while also pursuing the best multi-mode solution for the nation. As the greatest killer in the world, collisions amount for almost 1.3 million preventable fatalities and an estimated 50 million injuries to children and teenagers every year. From preschool and pre-primary through Honorable to high school. Honorable your time is up. I thank you. Honorable Nolichungu. Thank you, Chair. The EFF send its heartfelt condolences to the families and friends who lost their children and loved ones in the Pongola accident. May their souls rest in eternal peace. While rail transport is the backbone of many economies as it transports large volumes of people and goods, Inaccessibility of rail in the country has put a lot of strain on the road, right? The South African rail system has collapsed and the ANC government cannot shift the blame of the rail infrastructure vandalism to anyone but themselves. What did they expect when they removed the security that was looking after the rail infrastructure? Heavily loaded freight trucks have become a permanent feature on South African roads, yet local roads are built for light traffic vehicles. Multinational companies owning cross-border trucks that carry heavy goods and equipment enter local towns and overload local roads that are designed for light vehicles. These trucks starts competing for road space with minibus taxis and school transport. It is irresponsible for the Minister of Transport to say that his department could not be held responsible for reckless driving after his department has failed dismally to put the necessary mechanism in place to curb reckless driving. South Africans find themselves in this situation due to the failure of government to deal with obvious infrastructure and systematic problems that needs leadership and political will. For instance, the reason for so many coal trucks running through Pongola is due to the rail system at Richards Bay that has collapsed. Concerns were constantly raised by the community regarding the N2 crossing in the dangerous area where Pongola tragic accident happened have been ignored. This area has been reported as being a black spot with no visibility of traffic officers to stop the reckless truck drivers. Calls by the EFF to the Minister of Police and the Minister of Transport 
to increase the visibility of authorities on our national roads fell on deaf ears. Had they listened, we would not have witnessed the Pongola accident that took lives of 19 innocent children. Related to this, it is noteworthy that the trucking industry says they have been engaging the Department of Transport regarding the situation for the last two decades, but nothing has been done. The Minister of Transport says he's working together with the Department of Enterprise to deal with the situation and that it will take five years to move the trucks to rail. This is totally unacceptable. There should be a concerted effort to short circuit the process as lives are being lost now, and this will continue to be the case. To reduce the carnage and improve safety for all, the EFF demands that one, a clear implementation and monitoring plan of the removal of these trucks on local roads immediately. Two, high visibility of law enforcement on all truck routes as of yesterday. If the EFF demands fall on deaf ears, as always the case with the arrogant ruling party, South Africans must brace themselves for more accidents and loss of lives. Thank you. Thank you. The Honorable Sitole. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. On behalf of the IFP President Emeritus, His Excellency, our leader in Parliament, Prince Mangosutu Buteliuzi, and the entire IFP caucus, I wish to extend my condolences to families who lost their loved ones in a horrific crash in, in Pongola last week. May their soul rest in peace. Further, I wish to em em emphasize with those parents who have lost their children during this horrific accident. The passing of these souls and many other road fatal fatalities in this country are completely unnecessary and the blame can be laid squarely at the feet of government. Government has failed to sufficiently maintain and improve the safety of our roads. Personally, I have repeatedly raise the issues of poor maintenance road infrastructure in, in, this, in this house. I have highlighted danger road, that road users faces through to no fault of their own, but true government sheer negligent in maintaining our road network. The road network is something that we, we all look use of, no travel to travel, education, work, and economic development. Honorable, honorable uh, Chairperson, Yesterday, when we discussed the National Tra Road Traffic Amendment Bill, the opportunity was missed to make legislative change that could make a real difference to the poor of this country. Parliament and government must look at the laws of enforcement around the trucking industry. And these are heavily duty headaches, which are required and other safety measures. We need to enforce a more stringent oversight through road traffic authorities on the operating behavior of truck drivers. They need to be better man management of roads and safety driving behavior when operating these vehicles additionally. Trucks impose a lot of wear on our roads, which means that maintenance is needed for more frequently. 
The Committee on, on Transport, along the minister, must work together together to find solutions to the way in which we move goods with outer borders without jeopardizing the trucking industry. We must encourage the cabinet to look at the development of safe, secure, and reliable passengers and good rail network. This is the burden of our roads. Prasa must present a plan to commit to ensure that there is a budget for all security to avoid the destruction of infrastructure. Honorable Chairperson, Kunumbuso, Jimtanto Mutanga, Ubuzuti, Abaholi Basempumalang, Bati Namabebo, and Standarton, Sindia, Batukon, a drop in Standarton, Abasa Free State, to have an entry free, we are free at it. I was one loving Ganela, and I was in Jukamba. Baholing Kalaman would take a serious. The last serious over Imperials about the senior censor, the best and goes in, and towards. Thank you, Voorzitter. Om een geliefde en een motorongeluk te verloren, is zeker een van die moeilijkste dingen om te beleven. Ik heb geluisterd naar meneer McDonald van de ANC. Hij baie geconcentreerd op die gevolgen van ongelukken. Maar ik wil graag meer verwijzen naar die oorzaken van ongelukken. Vrachtmotors is een van die grootste oorzaken van ongelukken. Hoe komt zij dit? Want vrachtmotors verschaft zoveel so slaggaten en dit leidt tot andere ongelukken. Ik heb onlangs gereisd van die dispatch naar die Noordkaap. Ik was geschokt om daar die paaien in die Noordkaap te zien. Weet je, zoals die ertsvrachtmotors, ja, ook die oorlijde vrachtmotors, daar die pad vernietigen, het, kan je die voor iemand beschrijven. Die slaggaten is twee meter breed. Hij is die diepte van een. Kruiwaarse bak. Ik wil vir sê, dit is gevaarlijk. Je kan je die nacht daar rijden, nie, want niks voor daar een gedoe nie, en die vrachtmotors gaan maar elke dag voort op daar die paaien. Dan vraag ik mezelf die vraag, ik heb niet één weegbrug langs die pad tegengekomen nie. Waar is die politiëring? Want baie van daar die voertuig is oorlaaien. Baie paaien is niet gebouwd eerst vir sikke zwaar voertuig nie. Oorals in ons land is daar baie slaggaten. Ik kan niet verstaan nie, as hy die groot is van een sokkerbal, maak hem recht, herstel hem. Jaren geleden is hier die probleem al begin, en ik wil vandaag vir sê, dit wordt niet erger en erger. Als ons kyk naar die provinciale paaien, die provinciale departementen krijgen allemaal ook begrotings, hulle doen niks niet. die reden hoekom doen hulle niks nie, hulle gebruik dit vir ander doeleindes. Van municipaliteiten wil ik niet eens praat nie, hulle functioneer nie meer nie. Onze daar niet oorskaap gegaan en gesê, gee ons net die teer, die publiek sê doen, as sê hulle het die teer nie. Nou, hoe is dit moeilijk? Op die gebied van landbouw, als je kijkt die schade wat boeren lei, om hulle voertuig te herstel, baie van die boeren skraap hulle eie paaie, ek het dit met my eie oog gesien, maar niks wordt van die regeringse kant gedoen om hulle op enige manier te vergoed nie. Ek wil vir die vandag sê, landbouw is die enigste plek waar nog werk verskaf kan worden. Maar als je kijkt vooral naar je vruchtenboeren, hulle beweeg van die een plaas naar die ander naar die pakstoer. Als daar vruchten gekies wordt, en ik heb mijn eigen oog gezien met die nieuwe technologie, hij schiet hem niet uit en hij kan niet meer die vrucht uitvoeren. Nou, wat is die probleem daarmee? Daar geld moet gebruikt worden voor werkverschaffing, dat die boeren nog meer bomen kan aanplanten en alles. Meneer die voorzitter, ik zie mijn tijd raak min. 
Ons sê so baie kere, we must move from road to rail. Ons praat net, maar ons doen niks nie. Kan die spoorweg voorsien? Nee, kan nie. As ons kyk die afgelopen tyd, dat die passagiers van 500 miljoen oor die jare verminder het na 17 miljoen. Die infrastructuur is geplinder. Daar word miljard rante jaars van dier aan sekuriteit. En niks verander nie. Voorzitter, maar ek wil ook op een positieve noot vandag afsluit. Is nie elke dag wat die minister van die ANC compliment van die vrijheidsfront krijg nie. Ek wil vir u sê, die portefeerde komitee, en ek wil elkeen bedank. Ons het ons misnoe uitgesprek oor die groot getal slaggate. En die minister het geluister. En minister Fikile het die project aangekondig, Walla Zonke. En dit is daarop uit, om slaggate oor die volgende jaar te herstel. Dit is een wonderlijke ding wees, as ons kan voortgaan. Achtbare minister, u het gesê, ach Augustus, ek het verlede week op die spet stilgehou, hulle is bezig met ons daase. Ek wil vir u sê, ons sal vir u verantwoordelik hou. Ek prijs u vandag, want ek dink, dit is die rechte ding wat u gedoen het, om dit te prioritiseer. Maar ons sal u verantwoordelik hou, en bedank vir die mense van Suid-Afrika, baie dankie. Baie dankie. Eh... I wish to, on behalf of the ACDP, convey our condolences to all the innocent people who lost their lives on the roads because of the heavy-duty truck drivers, many of whom are reckless. Particularly, I wish to convey our condolences to the families of children who lost their lives in the tragic Pongola accident. Our roads are deteriorating very fast because of heavy duty trucks moving goods that should be transported by rail, thereby making our roads very unsafe. Regardless of what government says, the number of accidents increases the number of potholes keep on increasing, and the ACDP believes that it is time now to say enough is enough. The driver involved in the accident which killed 20 people, including those children in Pongola, has given up his bail application. The articulated truck he was driving was found to have its camera blocked, and it is reported that he illegally drove on the right, wrong side of the road and he forced oncoming traffic to be endangered and he dragged a buggy with the truck he was driving in the process killing two educators and the 18 learners they were illegally transporting in the back of the van. In Pine Town on Monday, the 19th of September, a driver lost control of his truck, which jackknifed, trapping him, and obviously died on the scene. It is time that Prasa take back the Friday that is rightfully theirs. According to Transport Minister Figilin Balula, most of our fried goods are carried on our roads and not on rail. It is a fact that roll fried has grown by almost 50% in the last 10 years. The result is that a third of all vehicles on our highways 
are heavy goods trucks and they cause accidents. We believe in the ACDP that these heavy duty trucks must be removed from our roads in order to ensure that public transport becomes safer. We must go back to rail. Government must be seen to be doing something about ensuring that heavy duty goods are transported by rail. They must restore the railway tracks that we used to have when the accidents in this country were even small, so were, were even few because most of these heavy duty trucks were not. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Honorable Kwankwa, is he there? They wrote the name in pen here. So it means there was confirmation. Okay, we proceed if he might come in. ATM? Nobody. Honorable Sheikh Imam. Thank you. Thank you, House Chair. Well, once again, I think this House is doing it again. You have to wait for somebody to die to come here to debate. You have to wait for a woman to be raped before we'll come and have a debate. Why not be proactive and put some measures in place to prevent these accidents, prevent our people from dying? Now, I'm glad the minister is here. Minister, in my observation, these are some of the problems that we have on the road. Number one, if you notice, most of these heavy-duty accidents take place at night late hours of the night or early hours of the morning. One of the reasons for that is fatigue. These drivers are expected, and remember, they get paid by the number of trips that they make. So employers are merciless. They want the job to be done. So these poor workers have absolutely no time to rest. Contrary to what happens internationally, Minister, and this is what we need to look at, there needs to be more truck stops on the road where drivers can stop rest, have a shower, sleep. In fact, I'm told that in many other countries, I think it's about every 200 miles or so you have to stop. There is a mechanism that you go and log on to and it will, you'll be able to establish whether this person rested or did not rest. As a result, you'll find there's very little accidents that are taking place. Now, I heard a very foolish statement by one mayor says trucks must really drive more at night when most of the accidents take place at night particularly heavy-duty accidents. So, I don't know. The other problem, Minister, if you notice, is because of the kind of roads we got. I have noticed that heavy-duty trucks travel sometimes in convoys, and that makes it very difficult for other motors to want to overtake them. That's a serious problem, and that's why people now want to tempt it and try and ends up into fatal accidents. So, I think another message that should go on to people driving trucks that you need to leave a gap between each vehicle so that if people want to pass you, it's easier to do that. And you'd find time and time with the long distance, let's look at it between Durban and Cape Town, 1,700 kilometers. And if you're not going to stop on that road and have a rest, you're going to have this. It takes you just a blink of the eye, one second, two seconds, and you're off the road. You've also noticed that a lot of these accidents are taking place on straight roads. Okay, is it is because people fall off to sleep. Again, it is as a result of fatigue. Law enforcement on the roads, Minister, are not doing enough. 
I can assure you, and I'll give you an example of one youngster who drove a fuel tanker for about 30 times. And the 31st time with added pressure by his employer early hours of the morning that he has to get to Whitbank early hours in the morning by six o'clock. He went off the road and he died in that accident. No compensation, absolutely nothing, no accountability, no consequences for that. So I think my time is running out. I think it is important, Minister, that you need to put some stringent measures as far as compliance is concerned if we want to save lives. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, next speaker is the Honorable Manu. <laughs> Good afternoon, uh, House Chairperson. Good afternoon, Honorable Members, colleagues. Honorable Hunsinga, good afternoon, uh, the Shadow Minister of Transport of the DA. Good afternoon, uh, always, always in the shadows. While Ujola is busy running a department, not shadowing anybody. And uh, all the colleagues, good afternoon, uh, ministers, deputy ministers present. Good afternoon, fellow South Africans. Good afternoon. Let me start by welcoming this opportunity to contribute in this very important, yet very sad debate on the negative impact of heavy duty trucks, on the safety of commuters on the roads, and the recent loss of lives. Let me also extend our heartfelt and deepest condolences to the families, friends, and loved ones of those who perished recently in a crash involving a truck in Pongola. Our condolences also go to many others whose deaths and injuries did not make it to the television screens, didn't make it to the newspaper headlines, and to the Twitter streets. Siti kwezonza po tutuini akushanga lungeshanga. Lalani ngengeba. Nango nagubshungu. We also take this opportunity to pay our respect and tribute to the dedicated traffic officers who died in the line of duty, protecting irresponsible drivers on our roads. These men and women are also parents. They are daughters, they are sons, they are uncles to somebody. They are breadwinners in their own right. And they never make the TV screens and the newspaper headlines. To all of those men and women brave who continue to put their lives on the line to protect us on our roads, we salute you. These unsung heroes work normally. Their work normally goes unnoticed. However, we must condemn in the strongest terms possible those few rotten apples who give the traffic law enforcement profession a bad name by issuing driving licenses illegally, issuing roadworthy certificates illegally, 
and accepting bribes from offenders on the road. Let me give you a sample of what the headlines carried in the recent past, which illustrates further the importance of this debate and the impact of these few corrupt officials who are contributing towards this carnage. On the 17th of September, 2022, these are the headlines after the terrible crash that many of us are, refer are referring to. And I quote, we begged them to obey the law. We knew this day would come. This is from Pongola N2 residents. 21 or 19 people have died. The number becomes insignificant because many family loved people have died. Many of them children. After residents warned the conditions of the road were a disaster waiting to happen. On the 26th of September, 2022, these were the headlines. Transport MEC, Oli Lengata, who's from the Eastern Cape, has called on the trucking community to be more considerate, respect fellow road users, and abide by the rules of the road at all times. This was after another terrible accident on the N10 that had just took a couple of lives. On the 27th of September, 2022, the headlines read as follows. Two heavy articulated vehicles collide on the N4 at the Sudwala turn off. On the 27th of September, 2022, just a day ago, three injured in a collision on the R34 near Heaton Vale. And the quote went on to say, this morning, KwaZulu-Natal private ambulance service responded to the R34 near Heaton Vale of ramp for reports of a collision. When emergency services arrived, they found that a truck had lost control and overturned. On the 28th of September, 2022, the headlines read as follows. Baki carrying workers rear-ended by truck, multiple injured, R102 made stow. Medi response was on the scene of an accident where a Baki carrying workers has been rear-ended by a truck. And so the headlines continue. It cannot be. It cannot be. It, cannot it has be. to come to an end. The question that comes to mind is, had all the conditions of the National Road Traffic Act, which we amended only yesterday, in this house been implemented, monitored and enforced, would we have seen these headlines and scenes playing out? The answer is simply no. There is an element that most colleagues have spoken about of poor law enforcement. Most heavy duty truck drivers are paid by load, therefore increasing the need for them to be on the road for much longer hours than what a human body can take. And this leads to exhaustion and fatigue. I think as Honorable May just alluded to earlier on, Honorable House Chair, members of parliament, fellow South Africans, 
there is a need to regulate the trucking industry. As such, regulation will address issues of compliance, not only to road traffic legislation, but also labor laws that force the better part of last year, that for the better part of last year, pardon me, has seen acts of violence allegedly because of of, uh, non-regulated employment of foreign drivers. This cannot go unchallenged or unnoticed. The lack of effective overload enforcement is another huge area needing serious attention. The lack of this enforcement results in the deterioration of secondary roads as drivers avoid way stations at times with the assistance of some corrupt traffic officials and increase the burden on these roads. Cheers. The Road Fright Association has been in the forefront of calling for action to be taken against non-compliant operators, and we need to support that call. We need to support it. Where belonging to such an association they are calling for is voluntary currently, because it's voluntary to belong to any association such as the RFA currently. It's difficult to enforce codes of practice within the industry. There is an urgent need to have a negotiated agreement between employees and employers so that issues such as minimum standard for drivers, truck owners, working hours, amongst others, can be addressed as some of these issues cannot be addressed through legislation only. House Chairperson, Honorable Members, we have also seen scenes of violence, as I already alluded to earlier, and destruction through the actions of groupings opposed to the employment of foreigners in the industry. And as various horror crashes have filled our screens and news headlines and Twitter lines, who still recalls the Fields Hill and Town Hill crashes some years back? That is the sad story, is that after all has been said and done, we remember very little about those crashes. Those operators who refuse to register with and abide by such agreements could be held or should be held accountable for the behavior of their drivers. Little, if any, is being said, honorable members, about the owner of the truck that through the reckless behavior of its driver slaughtered innocent children in Pongola and many other accidents. If we were to ask how many people know the owner of the truck or even the company, very little know, if any. But those people must be held accountable. We call on more action to be directed at the employers too, as they have to take some responsibility in these terrible incidents on our roads. It is very easy for an employer to get rid of an accused driver and employ the next desperate person and continue with their business as if nothing ever happened. We have to do more to save lives. And this carnage on our roads, especially involving trucks, is fast becoming a disaster, if not already one. Some key considerations, honorable minister and colleagues, 
which have proved effective in developed economies are, amongst others, one, professional, well-trained and uncompromising traffic policy. Uncompromising traffic policy. I repeat that portion. Strict registration requirements for all public fleet operators. Compulsory registration requirements with independent trade associations which check standards compliance before registration is done. Swift and targeted action against those who choose to be non-compliant. We welcome the recent release or, or launch of the white paper on rail policy by the department, the amendment of the National Road Traffic Act, which went through here yesterday. These two, amongst others, should give necessary teeth to the law enforcement agencies to root out this untoward behavior on our roads. The deterioration of, and in some instances, total destruction of our rail infrastructure is of major concern as the movement of freight from road to rail, rail will remain a pipe dream without a reliable freight and passenger rail system. We call on more cooperation amongst departments to bring those responsible for the vandalism of our rail infrastructure to book. Lastly, House Chairperson, much effort is needed to improve the condition of our roads as this has a direct correlation to accidents, especially on side roads in the mining towns and our rural road network. There is a joke house chairperson that says, if you are driving straight on many of our roads, you are likely to be arrested by traffic officials because it means you are drunk. For you to be sober, you need to zigzag of, of, because you are avoiding potholes. Thank you, house chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Manu. Honorable Jafta. Hey, thank you, Honorable uh, House Chair. The African Independent Congress firstly wishes to pass its condolences to the family of the victims who lost their lives in the Pongolo truck accident, where 20 lives were lost. This debate is therefore as important as it is urgent. In this year's Department okay. of Transport's budget, budget speech, the department allocated 76,4 billion rand to Sandral. We were also told that over the medium term, 45,3 billion rand or 59,3% of the allocation to Sandral is budgeted to upgrade, strengthen, and refurbish the National Non-Toll Roads Network. This is an important intervention in light of the impact of heavy duty trucks on the road infrastructure, as well as on the safety of commuter, commuters. The collapse of the railway infrastructure network has unfortunately given rise to an increase of heavy duty trucks on our roads. It is in this regard that we are of the firm view that the implementation of the integrated public transport network in various cities must closely look at how railway transport infrastructure can assist businesses in ferrying their goods from one destination to another with a view to alleviating the impact of heavy duty trucks on our roads. 
We also welcome the department's commitment in its budget speech that it is registering significant milestones in introducing policy policing as a 24-hour, seven-day job within several provinces. Uh, I thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you, Honorable Jafta Ko. PAC. Uh, the Honorable Mabena. In a study published in 2010, uh, titled Improving Track Safety and the Potential of Way in Technology, leading experts Professor Bernard Jacob and Veronique Bimule made the following observations. They noted that among other issues that give rise to the negative impact of heavy duty trucks is overload. Furthermore, overloaded trucks pose serious threats to road transport operations with increased risks for road users, deterioration of road safety, severe impacts on the durability of infrastructure, pavements and bridges, and unfair competition between transport modes and operators. Professor Bernard Jacob notes that an overloaded truck is, is more likely to be involved in an accident and have more severe consequences than a legally loaded truck. The heavier the vehicle, the higher its kinetic energy, resulting in a greater impact forces and, and damage to other vehicles or to the infrastructure. In the event of a crash, however, the absolute weight is not an issue in itself and heavy loads can safely be carried by trucks designed for purpose, such as the so-called high capacity vehicles. We agree with these findings in that the lack of stricter law enforcement on our roads is a contributing factor that gives rise to some of these accidents. Trucks can drive for long distances on end without any law enforcement officers or way bridges, including um, the way bridges. Perhaps the time has come to embrace technology and explore the potential for way in technology. Chairperson, the fact that this debate is sponsored by the governing party, a party that is in charge of government policy and executive authority in this country is but laughable. Anyway, why sponsor such a debate when you can just implement sound government policy and address the problem at source once and for all? And if you still have an edge and an appetite for such a debate, schedule a debate and tell us what you've done to solve the problem and how your solutions are the greatest invention since sliced bread. But also, you know, the jokes continue to write themselves. Pretty soon the ANC will continue to do what it does best by causing another jobs bloodbath in the comedy sector. This time deploying all their so-called government leaders. And finally, their cadres will be fit for purpose, competent and efficient deployment on steroids. In fact, some of them may very well be overqualified and in the process, unfortunately, displacing all hardworking comedians, ending a descent in an honest living so effortlessly. Chairperson, the hypocrisy of the ANC government leaders is pathetic. The ability to play to the gallery has reached boiling point. The ANC is reactionary, a, a characteristic synonymous with organizations and institutions which are in their dying phases. We have been lamenting about the dangers of heavy duty trucks and other heavy duty vehicles like buses ever since the American parliament in 2019. The ANC today has suddenly woken up from their slumber and decided that, oh no, let's talk about these dangers following the horrific accidents in Okongon. Yet thousands of people have been killed on the Muloto Road R573. The safety of those commuters does, does not matter because you have normalized that situation. We don't care anymore. Lives lost on the Muloto Road R573 didn't spark a sudden interest similar to the debate you're sponsoring today. 
I'll tell you why. Because the ANC just doesn't care. And the fact that they're playing to the gallery, uh, to the gallery sells it. And that is a fact. And we want to assure South Africans that come 2024, when the day comes into power, we're going to give you tangible solutions and we're not going to come on this platform and literally cry for help. Two speakers of the ANC came on this platform. They were literally crying for help. It reinforces the fact that what, Tawumbegi, what President Tawumbegi is saying, that the ANC does not have a plan. How can you be in government and come on this platform and literally cry for help when you are in charge of government and you can do something about it? And once again, we want to assure South Africans that come to the day will be in point of order. We'll make sure that we implement sound policy. Um, is it, is it parliamentary for Member Mabena to wear laboratory goggles on uh, inside in the meeting? That's not okay. a point of order. It's a flavorless province because point of, of order. Honourable so, members, let me take exception to that, please. The member must withdraw that. Honourable Faber, you are the first to to be cautioned. You don't do what you are doing. You don't press that the, the, the mic and start talking. Uh, please don't. You will be saying time is on our side when you are wasting time yourself. Frivolous points of orders is what we're not going to tolerate. Uh, honorable members, thank you, Honorable Mabena. Yeah, but uh, is my time finished? Because you, Sarah, must stop. You didn't tell me your time. You, you had three seconds, yes, if you want to proceed when he stopped. No, I want to say that's why he got 24 votes in the entire province, because of this challenge behavior. I thank you. Thank you. Honorable members, the second, uh, the debate is now over. It has been concluded. I've been calling him. I'm looking. Okay, Minister, my apologies. My apologies. I'm confused by the noises that are being made. My apologies. Uh, the last speaker on the debate is the Minister of Transport, Honorable Mbalula. Uh, Madam Chair, members of the Portfolio Committee, Honorable Members of Parliament, today I stand before the nation a proud Minister of Transport in celebration of the accolades we continue to receive from the international com aviation community. Last night, our Director of Civil Aviation, Ms. Popikosa, was elected President of the 41st Triennial Assembly of the International Civil Aviation Organization in Montreal, Canada. This makes Ms. Kosa the first ever President of the ICAO Assembly in its history, leading an assembly representing 193 member states, the first woman. This is a proud moment for South Africa and an affirmation by the aviation community of our immense contribution to international aviation. Our country delegation, ably led by the Deputy Minister, Ms. Sindisua Chikunga, 
continues to fly our flag high as we contest for re-election onto the 36-member council, a seat we have retained since our first election in 2003. South Africa has a vast road network of some 750,000 kilometers. These roads enable movement of goods and people on a daily basis. The significant investment in the upgrade and maintenance of this road network also meant an increase in traffic volumes over time. The rapid increase in the movement of cargo by road was given impetus by the deregulation of the road freight industry. The evolution of South Africa's road freight sector can be traced back to the beginning of the 20th century. The industry was in its infancy and there was a little competition between road and rail transport. The control of road freight was achieved through a permit system in which a road carrier permit was required for the conveyance of goods. In the later years, many problems arose leading to the deregulation of the industry and withdrawal of the permit system. More than 150 million tons of freight were moved by road between January and March 2021, with only approximately 40 million tons moved by rail. In July 2022, the volume of freight moved by road increased by 25.3% year on year. This is a sharp contrast to the decline of freight moved by rail of 11% over the same period. This increase is further demonstrated by the increasing number of heavy haul trucks registered on our Inati system. South Africa has a total of 395, 273,000 registered trucks with vehicle mass in excess of 3,500 kg and an additional 227, 424 uh, trailers. These numbers demonstrate the magnitude of the challenge we have to deal with on a daily basis. We are under no illusion about the importance of the road freight uh, sector to South Africa's economy. Its contribution to our economic growth has been marred by reckless behavior that has resulted in horrific crashes that have claimed innocent lives. We must be resolute in the implementation of the national freight logistics strategy that was approved by cabinet in 2017. This will enable us to realize a more enhanced and efficient enforcement regime. It is through this focused implementation that will make headway in achieving our target of migrating 10% of freight currently moved by road to raid. The impact of COVID-19 pandemic and devastating theft and vandalism of rail infrastructure have proven to be major setbacks in this regard. However, we are firmly on track in rebuilding rail infrastructure and expediting the implementation of the national rail policy. Enabling private sector participation and concessioning of branch lines will create the necessary impetus to achieve this goal. We are therefore working closely with the Department of Public Enterprise to unlock this potential in the shortest possible time. The proliferation of trucks on the N3, N4, and N12 national routes speaks to a challenge that requires immediate attention. 
This increased volumes not only put our road network under extreme pressure, but also pose a real and present danger to other road users. The tragedy that befell the nation on that fateful day of the 16th September 2022, when, a young, when young lives aged between the ages of five and 13 and a teacher met their untimely demise under the most tragic circumstances is a grim reminder of the magnitude of the track challenge on our roads. The tragic circumstances under which these young lives were cut short are heart-wrenching and could have been avoided. Each death must serve as a reminder of our collective responsibility to arrest the scourge on our roads and prevent loss of life. This incident must serve as a reminder of our duty to protect the vulnerable on our roads. This is not only the duty of law enforcement, but all, all those who use the roads. The road freight industry has a particular responsibility of ensuring that trucks transporting freight on our roads are in good state of repair and drivers are competent and can get necessary rest. We have also borne witness to horrifying scenes of a crash on the R34 between Friday and Ulundi in the last week. This was followed by a collusion between two articulated trucks on the N4 at the Sudwala of Rampin Pumalanga. Similar incidents in recent weeks include a collusion between a buggy and a truck on the R501 between Caltonville and Pochefstrum, and as well as two vehicle and truck collusion on the Kanyamazana Road in Bombela. Efforts to regulate the road freight industry have resulted in the introduction of the road traffic quality system. The RTQS pays particular attention to road freight operators contributing to overloading. The effective implementation of the RTQS is a matter that is receiving our most uh, uh, topmost attention. Our policy posture and law enforcement model acknowledge these challenges. We are also taking a hard look at the licensing regime applicable to drivers. In order to ensure that companies that own trucks that move goods on our roads adhere to strict compliance with the law, we have encouraged the MECs to invoke the provision of the National Road Traffic Act of 1996 that enabled them to investigate the specific activities of an unidentified operator. Road freight operators who are found wanting in meeting their obligation in terms of the law will be prosecuted. In looking at practices employed by freight operators, conditions of service of drivers, which contribute to unsafe conduct on the road will be on our radar system. We have equally been working with relevant stakeholders to address the demands of truck drivers. This is one of the measures among some of the measures that we want to undertake is to adhere to our festive penalties. In the wake of the heart-wrenching crash at Pongolo, Upongolo, we mobilize our traffic law enforcement authorities to implement immediate measures to improve uh, safety on our roads. We are strengthening our law enforcement interventions under the coordination of RTMC. Immediate deployment of traffic law enforcement resources on the identified hazardous locations, deployment of the national traffic police on ad hoc basis to assist provinces, Initi initiating block patrols in the form of compulsory stopping of trucks at certain intervals to ensure speed reduction. 
our commitment to increasing visibility on the road remains unwavering. We are making strides towards the classification of traffic policing as a 24-hour, seven-day job. While five of the nine provinces have already approved the measure, we remain engaged with organized labor uh, on their concerns. Our ability to save life and limb on the roads uh, depends on our ability to work towards road, towards the realization of a common goal. Organized labor and civil society must therefore come to the party and work with us in making our roads uh, safe. When I conclude, I want to make the following point arising from the uh, discussions uh, from honorable members. First and foremost, I wish to clarify the honorable member that uh, the task of moving uh, goods from road to rail, we are dealing with it decisively uh, together with public enterprise. We have passed a rail policy that enable concessioning and working with the private sector to intervene by reviving some of the branch lines in our different communities. The task of safety on the road is not only a task of law enforcement and government. Government must lead, but it is also the responsibility of a nation as a whole. When a truck killed 20 young lives in KwaZulu-Natal, the blame was that uh, the road is a problem. I went to Pongol. I went on the ground. There is no problem with the road. The problem was the problem of a reckless driver who overtook on a double barrier line and killed 20 young children. There was equally a lie, fake news on social media that the driver who was arrested was from Zimbabwe. Now, we must avoid uh, fake news uh, when we deal with incidents of this nature. And uh, be careful of uh, fake news spreading through the social media. And uh, we need to be alive to that particular reality. I want to thank the people of Upongol, and at the same time, everyone else who have rallied uh, in the activities that led to the burial of the 20 young people, the municipalities, the provincial government, and society at large. More than 10,000 people gathered to send their farewell to their loved ones. And uh, it was heartwarming to see the working together between communities and the government in dealing with that particular situation. And as the Department of Transport and our government, we really wish to thank our people in rallying together and will never fail them in ensuring that we fight incidents of this nature not to happen again in our roads on a daily basis. Thank you very much. Now I am okay. That concludes the debate. Honorable Mbalula, I think you need to have a sort of a, a, a posperat uh, with the members because it seems they are eager to talk to you. So 
so that we don't waste time in the house. Uh, we proceed. Uh, Mamsuela and all members. Mamsuela and all members on the platform. As we speak, please check that your microphones are muted. There have been a lot of disturbance and I don't want to stop the speaker on the platform to say, wait, so that I can talk to your interference. Please, let's check now as we're gonna proceed to the next order. Uh, the second, the next item, which is uh, on the order paper is questions addressed to the minister in cluster five economics. The honorable members, as a reminder, there are four supplementary questions on each question. 